0: To House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 75. It's Monday night, August 2nd, 2021. Thank you everybody for listening. Who is here tonight? Bo Brady is not here, but in studio is Brian Clark hey what up brian yo what up nothing just a struggling podcasting that's about it um yeah i don't know where bo is (laughs) but thanks everybody for listening anyway without bo We were off last week, but we're back, and a ton of shit happened while we were gone. The finals ended. There's been trades. There's been free agent signings. Tons of stuff. The NBA draft. Oh, yeah, and the draft. Jesus. Well, we're going to try to dip our toe in a little bit of everything, I think. I don't know. Brian, I gotta ask you, do you believe in yourself?
1: I'm the biggest believer in myself. Well, then let's do this.
0: Visit houseofhoops.com. That's H-A-U-S of hoops.com for everything. Our social media, contacting us, whatever. We hope you enjoy tonight. Brian, what's going on in your world? How has your last, like, I don't know, two
1: weeks been? So great. Super. That's nice. What have you been up to? Uh, you know, uh working and living. Typical, yeah. typical Brian activities. <laughs> uh f- yeah, that's it, man.
0: Dude, we're right in the middle of free agency signing day one. It's like happening while we're on air. I just have Woj's Twitter feed just pulled up. <laughs> just like watching it. I'll over. pull up
1: I'll pull up shams.
0: <laughs> what else are we doing? Right now we're watching Slovenia and Germany play, it's tightened up. It's a six, what is that, six, four, four four-point game? Four-point game. Nice. The Olympics are going on in Tokyo.
1: Did you know that? It's the uh, 2020 Olympics in 2021.
0: Yeah. The basketball hasn't been on TV very much, but now we're getting into the later rounds, and they're uh, actually broadcasting them. Also, a lot of the games are starting at, like, midnight, like twelve, like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. Like, I, I think that Tokyo's in a different time zone, <laughs> so it's like
1: several hours, like ten hours off or something. Yeah, USA, Spain is at a eleven forty hour time tonight. I don't know if I'll make that. Uh, I mean, I could, I could rally. I got some blank VHS tapes. <laughs> Uh, my DVR is still uh, is still messed up, too, so I can't record it. Uh-uh. Yeah. If if this was like, I don't know, seven, eight,
0: ten years ago, it's 100% stay up, go to the bar, watch the game. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No question. I have so much shit to do tomorrow, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea. I would just be giving up on... My whole afternoon tomorrow, mm-hmm. I can't can't afford to do that. Yeah, same. Well, that sucks. Maybe no, maybe I'll have it on and I'll fall asleep watching it. I don't know. That's tough. That's late. It's been happening a lot, and all the other games were like on that Peacock app. You had to watch them streaming.
1: It just made it that much more difficult. Yeah, they haven't. It hasn't been convenient to watch Olympic basketball. And I wonder. I wonder if it's just not a draw for them like other other sports. I mean, Man. gym f- fucking gymnastics has been on every night. It's you know,
0: like, it's the early rounds. Yeah, that I guess don't mean so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is weird. I guess basketball
1: ratings aren't that important. I feel like once you get to the end, mm-hmm. I feel like this happens every year. It's like Olympic basketball is kind of like one of the last sports. Mm-hmm. Still, still going. Like they knock gymnastics out early. Mm-hmm. They knock the swimming shit out early. Yeah, it's all scheduling. Yeah, it's on like three channels, dude. It's on like it's on like five channels. <laughs> We've well, got you see you've got channel you've got channel five, the local broadcast. Uh-huh. Then you've got you've got so NBC NBC Sports the Olympic channel USA Uh there's an I think there's another one too I mean typically I come into work in the morning and I just turn you know we have like six TVs in our main dining room and I'm like well each one gets each one gets an Olympic channel and I've turned you know ESPN on one of the other ones
0: yeah they had all that golf shit on for several days yeah
1: oh yeah golf channel golf channels had the uh some of the Olympic golf as well
0: i've been watching some of it the olympics i haven't gotten super into anything though beach volleyball that's always good it's been fun to watch they're good at volleyball yeah that's a sport that i can it's not subjective like gymnastics or something i don't know
1: yeah, like you there's and I. Point, you and I have played volleyball
0: together. There's a point. <laughs> there's a point system that doesn't have anything to do with like style points or right. Uh, I know what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> volleyball's been fun to watch. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, it's not. I don't. I'm not a guy who typically cut, like comes home from work and then just kicks the TV on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll turn on. I'll turn on the news on PBS. It comes on at six. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of. Like, usually about 7 o'clock, I'm like, even if I'm just hanging out reading a book or doing whatever at the house, I'm like, I'll just kick on NBC and just kind of have it on in the background. hmm Yeah. You know, I mean, if there's not a specific – I mean, my, my two big sports are, that I watch are baseball and basketball. If there's not a specific game on that I want to watch, yeah, I'm not usually not kicking the TV on. I found
0: myself watching a lot of baseball yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Just watching? Just watching. Like, a. I don't know why I'm getting into it.
1: I think I know why.
0: Well, I've been I've been getting into it because I've been betting on it heavily. Mm-hmm. There it is. But i watched no baseball hardly all season, <laughs> and now it's like there's the Olympics and baseball, and that's it. And I've been uh, I've been checking out these like yesterday was uh, Sunday, and the game started really early in the day. Mm-hmm. It's baseball on all day. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Blue Jays look good. Who else? Uh, Giants made some moves. They look good.
1: The Giants did make some moves.
0: <laughs> the Cubs got just uh,
1: gutted, huh? Completely gutted. <laughs> they got it's some not, youth. It's not fun. Uh, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they kind of they kind of had some youth, and then they traded that away too. So, I mean, some of those guys they traded were. I mean they're young guys, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. They're giving up. Uh, well, I guess when you lose like 30 games in a row, you got Yeah, they
1: they lost 11 in a row and I mean they weren't something. really competing this year, so I mean I like I I get it and I don't. Yeah. You know. Like I think I would I would get it if another team did it. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh yeah, they're not good." The Marlins did it a few years ago. I remember that. Uh, the Marlins do it like it's like a cycle like every 3 years <laughs> they do it.
0: So if you don't think you have a chance, you start investing in the future pretty quickly in baseball. Mm-hmm. Or is that somebody saying it's not my fault, it's the players' fault?
1: <laughs> no, I mean
0: No, they, they they do a quick turnaround in baseball. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, I mean, how many years what's like what's the average career in baseball?
1: Like eight years, nine years? I, mean, I guess it depends on I mean, as, as you, far as, like, you a, averaged it out, like a major league career. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, those guys spend time, and most of your players spend a lot of time in the minor leagues.
0: Mm-hmm. And those big hitters, they play a long time. Yeah,
1: especially from the American League, where all you have to do is, you know, you get on an American League team, and your job is to swing a bat, and that's yeah. it.
0: I feel like a lot of pitchers have short careers. Am I wrong
1: on that? No, you're not. I mean, they wear those arms out. Yeah. I mean, they have short, good, I mean, they'll, they'll, pitch for a while but i mean those guys those guys lose heat you know
0: yeah it's like uh one year they're attempting to win the pennant and then like the next year they just fall off sometimes you can you can go
1: pitchers you can go very quickly from like winning a cy young yeah to you can't throw a baseball fast anymore yeah it's crazy you see those guys change up you know they pick up extra pitches over the course of their career Mm -hmm. constantly learning and adjusting but
0: but yeah, uh, yeah Brian's
1: so, Brian's stat of the week, real quick, is uh, for the for the first time in the modern era, which means as long as they've basically recorded stats for this, this is the first time that three players that played on the same team got traded to separate teams and all hit a home run in their first game for the new team. Oh, <laughs> those are all Cubs players. Those are all Cubs players. Those are the the Cubs core right there. Change of scenery did them
0: well. That's a bummer. Where was all that hitting before? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Blake Griffin, do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Three goddamn Blake Griffins. <laughs> Who else has been good? The Dodgers have been good. Dodgers made some huge moves. They picked up like two of the best players from the Washington Nationals. Okay. Dodgers, ha- Dodgers have an insane pitching lineup. They're, I mean, they were already awesome. And then Houston's the other one that's stood out to
0: uh-huh. me. Those are like my go to gamble at home. Lay the favorite home teams. Yeah. Yeah. Been betting big. And uh the White Sox haven't been terrible, but they are a little inconsistent. I think the fucking Blue Jays lost tonight.
1: Watch out for your White Sox, man. They're uh yeah. they they traded for the Cubs closer, probably one of the best closers in baseball. Okay. Greg So they've just got they've Kimbrel. got a nasty bullpen right now. Liam Hendricks, who I believe they picked up from the Athletics in the offseason. And then uh So So yeah, they're 8th and ninth inning. They're going to be pretty much unhittable. Nice. They are a top-10 team overall. All right.
0: We were off last week. Yeah, why were we off last week, Jeff? It was bad timing, but it was unavoidable. I had to take a vacation. It was something I planned months ago. Without looking at like the NBA schedule at all, (laughs) I thought I was hoping it would be done in time, but I picked probably just like one week too early, but uh, me and the old girlfriend flew out to Las Vegas, had us a time, hell yeah, Vegas is crazy right now, the second day we got there, they went back to wearing masks, there's people from all over the world there.
1: Yeah, we're talking about like like uh, the ca- casino like employees, right? Yeah, just yeah. just
0: the employees. I guess the hotels fought heavily against customer mask wearing.
1: Sure, sure.
0: They can't enforce that shit, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's too much to enforce. We've been through it. It's it's, it's impossible. It makes your job doubly hard.
0: And they put it on the dealers.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> the yeah, dealers yeah. are telling people they have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. It's just negative everything. Yeah. The opposite of what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be ensuring that the guests have a good time. Instead, we're arguing about mask. Yeah, it, it turns what should be a
1: a positive interaction off the bat into something negative.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Vegas is crazy right now, though. The Strip is nuts. So many like zombie, drug addict looking motherfuckers all over the place. <sighs> just causing trouble, causing problems, security, the security of the resorts like they don't seem to care unless you're inside mm-hmm. the buildings. As far as the uh, homeless population, it's out of control, dude. It is nuts. And I watched this one dude that was he was very zombie like and he's just strolling down the strip he runs straight into this dude that's walking in the opposite direction of me. Mm -hmm. So this guy's in front of me, Mm -hmm. the homeless guy or the junkie, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he just runs straight into this big dude, like lowers his shoulder and just plows into (laughs) this guy. And the look on this dude's face as he's coming towards me, is like, what the fuck (laughs) just happened? (laughs) He is like totally thrown off and he's pissed. Mm -hmm. You know, his face is reading so much anger. And then, uh, the guy, then the, the junkie dude beelines it over to some chick and he starts kicking her in the legs and the shins <laughs> as she's walking towards me and he's like i don't know like 15 feet 20 feet in front of me i'm just mm-hmm. watching all this go down and um i don't know how to act yeah what do, you,
1: what do you do there yeah
0: am i gonna go to jail if i intervene is this mm-hmm. guy gonna stab me i don't yeah. fucking know what's going yeah. on all i know is he's shuffling his feet around and And uh, fucking with people randomly. So I grabbed this security guard that's like on a bike. I thought he was a cop at first because he, you know, he was pretty decked out. He had a pistol and everything. Sure. And I was like, hey, man, that dude in the green shirt right there is uh, being super aggressive with people walking down the strip. And uh, he kind of smirks at me. (laughs) And he's like, I was like, no, man, he's like walking up to women and trying to trip them and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he just looks at me and he goes, he like looks back behind him and he looks at me and it, like he doesn't see the guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, go, he, he goes to me, he goes, and nobody's knocked that motherfucker out. Yet? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, well, uh, my bad, man. I I was, I, I told him, I said, well, if you don't give a fuck, then I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah i was like if that's how it is out here then that's how it is yeah i was like i guess if you don't care i don't care Mm -hmm. i just thought i'd tell somebody (laughs) yeah because that dude is causing problems Mm -hmm. and he rode off on his little bike took off (laughs) and i was like all right so that's how it is yep it's It's, the wild west dude yeah (laughs) it was crazy I, i was and and i felt bad and if i had like, I don't need to be going. I'm too old to be walking around picking fights with homeless people. I mean, uh, I know
1: you if you were if it happened if, to, if you were 10 years younger, you would have probably hit him in the back of the head with a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Something would have happened, especially the way he went after that female. She was like shook. Mm-hmm. She, she didn't know what to do. She's like trying to run away from him and he's like chasing her. Nobody's doing anything. There's just people everywhere. It's pretty out of control, man. So, at night, it gets worse. <laughs> and uh, after a couple of nights of walking that strip, we just kind of like, like we can walk around during the day, yeah. feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But at night, like we didn't. Once we we took Ubers to resorts, mm-hmm. different casinos resorts, and we just stayed there. Yeah, and yeah. Ubered out of there to another place. Mm-hmm. It's not like when I went 20 years ago, mm-hmm. where you could just walk the strip. Free and clear, and didn't really really have any problems. Yeah, it's changed, but that was just one thing I noticed about being there. It's crazy right now. I don't know how long it's been that way. I don't know if that's normal. The security guard led me to believe that was normal, but Jesus, everything
1: was pretty packed. I mean,
0: yeah, no, there were people everywhere. It was uh, definitely everything open again, but we had a good time played some slots tried to go big tried to win big didn't really have a whole lot of luck the whole time being there and uh, i'll make this quick and we can move on but whatever it seems like every time i go out of town somewhere that i haven't been and it's different and new and fresh i'm always kind of looking around trying to figure out how to live there you (laughs) know what i mean Mm -hmm. you're like every time i visit somewhere i'm like how could I live here? Like, this is way better than where I come from. <laughs> but that's just because it's new, probably, and uh, different. Like you, Once you start working in a casino, maybe you have to work like three different casinos, because there's only so many shifts available. Who knows? But I bet that shit gets really fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole time I'm there, I'm like trying to figure out how I could live here. I'm like, I could, I could get a part-time job and, gamble on sports make a living (laughs) is that normal
1: does that happen to you sure i mean i think about moving to chicago every time i go (laughs) (laughs)
0: right that's what i mean
1: i just don't know if that's normal i got the you know when i before you left when i went to palm springs Mm -hmm. i I mean i I do i kind of think the same thing and I don't I don't know if I brought it up or not, but I got the feeling when I when I was hanging out in Palm Springs that the people that work in Palm Springs, especially like the service industry and like retail, they don't live in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. They live like out they live in like the outskirts. And they drive in. Yeah. I think that's probably if you lived in Vegas, you'd probably live like There's not a whole lot of like
0: outskirts in Vegas because it's yeah. like a valley surrounded by yeah. mountains in a desert. Yeah. But there are some nice neighborhoods. Sure. sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, not for you though. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be you'd be living in like a one bedroom apartment.
0: Maybe, I don't know. At least until you get your feet under you, you know. Yeah. They do have some like really close to the strip shitty apartments. Yeah. Probably be perfect.
1: That's probably where all the casino
0: workers, probably a handful live. of them, was it hot? Was it in in the desert? Yeah. It was hot as shit, wasn't it? It felt hotter here when I got back yeah. in Memphis because of the humidity. But yeah, it was fu- it was scorching. I had some good time by the pool. Try not to stay out there too long, though. Sure. <laughs> mm. Mainly because the drinks are like thirty bucks a piece. <laughs> it's an expensive town in those resorts. But overall, Vegas. Uh, it was a good trip. It made me feel free. It's like a caged animal (laughs) released into its natural habitat, (laughs) feeling free. I don't know if it was the flight or just having too much fun, but I think you get really dizzy right before you die. (laughs) (laughs) So I was having a lot of fun, and uh, I was dizzy the whole time I was there. And I've been dizzy since I got back. I think it's just the flying, though. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I've been dizzy. I can't shake this, like, dizziness. I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> I mean, I had, I told you I had, like, inner ear trouble for about a week. Yeah. After I got back. And, of course, I was dealing with a lot of, like, elevation changes, driving around out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got on four planes between going out there and coming back. Yeah. And, yeah, it just felt like like no fever or headache or pain or anything. Yeah. No. Me neither. It's been but something just felt like off in my in my ears.
0: Yeah. It's weird. One takeaway from Vegas. I mean, I had a blast, man. We ate good food, had a great time. I want to live there.
1: What 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 game did you real quick? What game did you watch in the sports book? You sent a picture.
0: I was watching a lot of baseball in the book.
1: Well, you, you caught a finals game up there, didn't
0: you? Yeah, the the, the game six gotcha. Milwaukee game was the first night I got there.
1: <laughs> what a way to kick it off.
0: Yeah. There a lot of people watching that game. A lot of people in the book that night. But that's Vegas. Is people don't really seem to fixate on one thing for a particularly long time. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, Like things happen, it ends, it moves on to the next. Yeah very go 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 i did realize that i've been gambling soft as hell yeah yeah like being there and realizing that like a hundred dollars gambling is not that much money Mm -hmm. at all i've got to uh take more advantage because i don't i don't need to move to vegas to make a living gambling sure not anymore with the online Mm -hmm. gambling that's legal in tennessee I can have a way lower cost of living in Memphis and still try to like pick winners and maybe make some, make a side hustle out of some gambling. So I'm going to bet more online. I'm going to do way less parlays, single game actions where it's at. I've come to realize the parlays are a quick way, uh, uh, like a long way to lose money over time uh it doesn't happen all at once but over time like mm. you're not hitting that many parlays it's just not happening yeah mm. so a couple parlays here and there for fun but single game actions where it's at and since I've been home I've doubled my money nearly every day just betting on baseball which i really don't know much about at all <laughs> other than which teams are good and which teams are bad by looking at standings you know I like the favorites I mentioned that earlier but Baseball, what are they? Are there like 40 or 60 games left or something? They're, they're over 100 already yeah. played. Yeah. So at this point in the season, I feel like you kind of know who, and, who these teams are, or what they are uh-huh. by this point in the season. You kind of got an idea. Like which teams are faking it, which teams are making it, and which teams are blowing it up, like your Cubbies. Sure. So, yeah. Lay in home favorites has been working, but you got to bet a lot to win a little Mm -hmm. because they're favored. If I see a weird away, like if the Blue Jays are away and they're playing a shitty home team and they're not, they're the underdog, the Jays are the underdog, like I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. Sure. They've been good. And the Dodgers too, man. Who's the other one? Milwaukee, they've been good. They've been all right. And Tampa Bay. That's the other one Mm -hmm. that we didn't mention. They've been good, too. But, yeah, it's been fun betting on baseball. I've enjoyed it. We should probably get off of this and maybe talk about some hoops. Sure. Because there's like a million things that happen.
1: We're going to touch on every single one of them, too, aren't we?
0: Well, the most meaningful thing to me was the Grizz trade.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: The Grizzlies moved off of Jonas Valanciunas to New Orleans for Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe and then there was some like draft
1: yeah they traded swaps. picks they traded yeah yeah swap picks
0: the Grizzlies moved up in the draft
1: it's from 17 to 10 right
0: yeah i guess there's a little controversy there everybody's wondering if they needed to move up to get who they got i mm-hmm. i'm not sure if that's really who they wanted and that's why they moved up but they ended up with uh What's his name? Uh, Zaire Williams? Yes.
1: Yeah. There was talk that they wanted the Josh Giddy, Australian kid, right? Okay. okay, yeah, I heard about that. And uh, that was supposedly – that was a big surprise in the draft was that Oklahoma City took him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe that is who the Grizzlies wanted and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that Zaire Williams was second on their board if that's the case.
0: Mm-hmm. He seems like a super nice kid.
1: Yeah. He's long athletic um, smart. I mean, he went to Stanford, so he's, yeah, he's, he can't be stupid, right? Like, no, no he went to Stanford. No, no. No, he seems like a smart kid. He and played high school with uh, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade's
0: kids. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He's super connected in that way. Mm-hmm. I watched some of his highlights. I don't really know what we're getting. Yeah. <laughs> with him. I'm not really sure how he fits in or what he is. He's
1: skinny as hell. I know that. Tall, athletic wing. I mean, everything that I've read and seen and heard is that uh, he had a statistically bad year at Stanford. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this isn't new information or anything, but he dealt with some deaths in the family. Mm. Stanford had really, you know, the Pac-12 had really, really tough COVID protocols. Mm. They could not play at home mm-hmm. for the beginning of the season because there was a uh, there was a mandate, and I think it's Santa Clara where Stanford is. They could not have any kind of indoor sporting events, so they play, I mean they played on the road for the until I think January. They didn't play at home. They had to live in a hotel. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he said he said something. I I watched the press conference. That's about all I know about him. <laughs> That's what yeah. I saw in the press conference, and he was saying he's excited about playing in front of fans again. The other guy the Grizzlies drafted was at uh, Santia Aldama.
1: Oh hey, I think I think I think Luca just died on the court.
0: Uh oh. No, he's fine.
1: Oh no, he got up. <laughs> he looked like he was dying. It looks like we might have a little bit of a maybe a skirmish brewing. Oh. Oh, he's touching his eye. Luca got hurt. That's the the pal move. Am I bleeding?
0: Slovenia is up eleven. Oh god. He's are yeah, Luca's
1: arguing. He's doing his he's doing his thing.
0: Oh, he got clocked right in the face. Yeah. He caught a L, he caught a bow he didn't have to fall on the ground though I don't think nah he just went straight to his knees ow
1: <laughs> okay, sorry, distracted by basketball and television yeah, I
0: mean this game's kind of interesting I guess
1: it's basketball <laughs> <laughs> uh you were talking about the the second the second pick the Grizz made, yeah, the Spanish kid from.
0: Loyola. Yeah. He looks interesting. 6'11". Averaged 22 points, uh, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, almost 2 blocks, and 35 minutes a game in 17 games. His sophomore year at Loyola. Uh, I think he's interesting, man.
1: Yeah, those, are, those are impressive numbers. I don't, I don't know. He's 20. Clearly the level of competition. Isn't high. I don't even care. If the level's low,
0: those are still good numbers. Yeah. It's not 12 points and seven rebounds. Right, right. It's 20 points. Mm -hmm. It's 20 and 10. I'm, I'm super interested in this guy. I have seen not a lot as far as uh,
1: footage of him playing. Yeah. But I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, if the media gave, gave, were giving the grizzlies a hard time for reaching for Zaire Williams, they definitely, it was worse taking that pick <laughs> nobody nobody understood that and they, and they did they reached they traded up in the draft yeah they traded what I mean they gave up two second round picks for a first I would to say take with the last pick I would the say there's round.
0: there's something behind it mm. more than we know
1: I trust the Grizzlies front office sure until until I don't until, you know until they give you a reason not to yeah at this point they haven't done
0: anything necessarily great or bad yeah in my opinion. They get a lot of credit for doing things the right way, but I mean, they lucked into John Morant. So yeah,
1: I mean, you don't. I don't. Who knows? I don't call them geniuses for drafting John John Morant, but <laughs> who, who knows where they'd be if they didn't have yeah.
0: this one kind of glue piece holding it all together. Who knows? I mean, um, they drafted
1: well. The the I mean, they picked Bain. They picked I like Tillman.
0: Bain. I like Bain Tillman. Eh, fine, sure. Everybody loves Tillman. Would he be even playing if he was on any other roster?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't friends with Jaren. If he wasn't Jaren's he, boy. He, and... looks like a, he looks like a rotation player, you know. I guess. The yeah. dude's never going to be an all-star, but he looks like. He like a looks, he Michael looks, Green. He looks more like a rotation player than a bust.
0: I just don't know if you put him on any other team if he actually yeah. plays.
1: I don't know. He's been good, though. I'm not trying to talk shit. Hey man, don't. But the the big fucking question. Corner three against the Warriors, dude. Come on.
0: Look, this trade is obviously very interesting to us because we're Grizzlies fans. I want to know your thoughts on losing Giannis Varanjunis. Uh,
1: It was a bummer, man, because I I like JV a lot. Mm -hmm.
0: Sure. 20 and 10. Yeah.
1: I mean, automatic almost. Sometimes 20 and 20. Yeah. Sometimes 30 and 20. Yeah. Uh, huge he's, numbers guy. He's the guy re- very reminiscent of, of Zebo almost. And mm-hmm. he was the guy that, you need a bucket, just you, he, give it to him, and he's going to figure it out. He's doing you know. the work. Uh, are you in a rut? Guys aren't shooting well. Offense isn't coming together. Throw you know, it in the blender. Feed, feed the big man, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he looked awful on defense in the playoff series against Utah. Several times. Uh, Rudy so. Gobert should not dominate anyone on offense. <laughs> right. Like that. He looks small sometimes. Yeah. I think... I think Steven Adams is a little bit more of a bruiser on defense. Not as good offensively. We, we gave up some offense for some defense on that.
0: Um, that may have been the right move. Yeah. Yeah. Because, to me... And you can tell me what you think. But, to me, it always seemed like Jonas needed the ball a lot. hmm Like... When he runs the court and he doesn't get the ball, he's a sulker. Yeah. And you're going to hear about it. That he's not getting the ball. Maybe it was too much. Maybe management decided to bring in somebody that's like the same fucking player, Mm Stephen Adams. But Stephen Adams, could you imagine Stephen Adams ever like demanding or calling for the ball? No. Really? (laughs) No. I think it's a perfect fit. I think it's a great trade. Yeah. I was a big Jonas fan, too, because mm-hmm. the numbers are great. But I can't wait to see what happens in New Orleans with Jonas. They got Brandon Ingram mm-hmm. and Zion mm-hmm. who demand the ball. Yeah. Where does that leave Jonas as the new guy in town? I can't wait. I, I, that's a story that I'm going to watch all year, all season. Is how is Jonas doing in New Orleans? I'm going to watch that body language. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch everything about it just to see if I'm way off base mm-hmm. <laughs> or if I was on to something. I think that he'll probably realize that Zion's like a generational player. Sure. And maybe not get upset about it. I don't know who their point guard is going to be. Does New Orleans have a point guard? Are they getting a –
1: Devonte Graham? They got... They uh They got... <laughs> Devontae Graham shoots a lot. The poor Pelicans thought they were in the running for Kyle Lowry. <laughs> hmm. Why would that be a thing? And uh, did they... They didn't trade Lonzo, right? Lonzo like was... Lonzo, was they, Lonzo got signed by Chicago. Thought it was a sign-in trade. Sign-in trade? Yes. Yeah, I'll like tell you who the Pelicans have at point guard. Thomas Saturansky, uh, butchered the last name. Saturansky. Saturansky. (laughs) Saturansky Auto Parts. (laughs) Shit, it might be Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram playing point guard. Oh, there you go. There's your your veteran point guard, Garrett Temple. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean the Bulls have Zach Levine, so it looks like what is Lonzo just going to be? They're going to turn Lonzo into a shooter.
0: Yeah, that was strange to me. And they signed Alex Caruso, the Bulls, so they got three point guards. Hmm. Yes, and New Orleans landed Devonte Graham. That's a shooting point guard. He can pass
1: too, but Devontae likes to shoot. Yeah, I like Devonte Graham. What did they? I guess they just had they had too many guards in charlotte right Mm-hmm. yeah they got to make room for lamello they did not keep malik monk either hmm. they kind of cleaned house in their backcourt a little bit it looks like good they needed to yeah i want to go back to um uh, real quick the jonas valanciunas trade yeah 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 well the first reaction was like oh that's a bummer i like jv the second reaction i had was and what I like uh-huh. is there is now nobody in that front court to bail Jaron out anymore. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the Jaron show now. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to fall back on. Maybe that's part of it, man. I don't oh, I mean there's Stephen Adams. But. I think yeah, but not as a scorer. He's got some post moves. Jaron's got a. <laughs> Jaren, yeah. got to, Jaren got to score the rock now. There's
0: no... Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that, might, uh, like I, like I, that was kind of what I was saying. is like That might have been a calculated move mm-hmm. by the Grizzlies to get rid of Yo- Jonas. Yeah. To free up the ball. Yeah. <laughs> For the rest yeah. of the team. Like, we all loved Jonas's stats. Mm-hmm. efficient as hell. Good player. But it was almost like he was... Hampering mm-hmm. the rest of the team by the way he acts when he doesn't get the ball. Dude, I saw it. And then there's the defensive liability at times. Yeah. He gets cooked. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Steven <laughs> Adams, I think, is more defensive minded. Yeah. Less offensive minded. He
1: can go he can get you he can get you just as many rebounds in our system mm-hmm. as Valanciunas got.
0: We all loved Jonas. Yeah. He was great.
1: My hands are in the air. Yeah. He's lifting his hands up twice, but I don't in praise like, of of Jonas Valanciunas. I honestly don't hate the fucking trade. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't it I don't hate either. I don't, don't bummed, hate either. I'm bummed. I'm bummed because I like Jonas.
0: I don't know what they're gonna do with Bledsoe. they he's gone. The Grizzlies have like nine point guards. Is he gone? Because I, I, I didn't see any. I don't deals. think. I
1: don't. I don't think he plays for Memphis.
0: I didn't see any deals. Are they gonna wave him? Is he a waveable guy?
1: His contract falls off a cliff. Next yeah. season, he's he's owed a bunch of money this co- upcoming season, and then his contract was like very front loaded. He's a really he's a really cheap player uh, at the beginning of the twenty twenty two season. I'm just not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely that the pressure is on for Jaron to. I don't want to say accelerate his development, but yeah, I mean he 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 was he was injured. But he's gonna have to he's gonna have to put it together next year. You looking up Bledsoe's contract. Yeah. Nineteen million in twenty twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, but it's like not all guaranteed. There's some there's some weird there's some weird loophole there. After June twenty ninth of twenty twenty two
0: He's only guaranteed like 5 million or something. 3.9 so, 3.9 before then fully after June 29th. So if they keep him going into the playoffs, basically if he's on a playoff roster and not waived, then he gets his full contract. Mm-hmm. But if he gets waived before the playoffs cuz he's not on a playoff team, mm-hmm. then it's a partial guarantee. That's what it looks like. Mm. Signed a four-year, $70 million extension, March 4th, 2019. So, there you go. $70 million. Jeff, Do you have kind of a beer? Of course. What are we drinking? Motherfucking old style. I'm drinking old style, baby. I don't know why we have these old styles. I was gifted a case of old styles. Just... For the podcast.
1: I feel like I'm sitting in Wrigley Field watching the Cubs lose right now.
0: By a huge house of hoops supporter donated a case of beer. Thank you. I don't know, units We could talk about it for hours, maybe.
1: I think we should move on.
0: I saw something in the news that the playoff play ins will continue for next season. Did you see that? I did not. April 12th through 15th of next season will be the play ins for next year. It has been decided. Did you see anything else in the news besides like free agent signing or trades? No. Nah. Let's play a little game though. So it is free agent signing day, the draft is done. We've got somewhat of a pulse on where teams are headed, what they're doing. Do you think there's any like uh, any teams that we're not sure what they're doing? Like if we had if we went through every team right now and we said who is rebuilding, who is going for a title, who's just sitting in mediocrity, do you think there would be any questions uh, like any of these teams like where they stand?
1: Probably not a lot. I mean, I, did, I didn't see any. There were no moves that really blew me away.
0: Let's go through them real fast. Let's do it. This is gonna be fun. Starting with the Boston Celtics, are they going for it, rebuilding, or are they just kind of mediocre? Mediocre. I think you're right. I think it's kind of like a, not a rebuild, but like a restack. Mm -hmm. Like a, uh, we're not going to tear it down, but we got to, like, make some changes. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's any way that they're a title contender. So they're mediocre, huh? Brooklyn Nets. That's easy.
1: Contender, yeah.
0: Contender. Knicks. What do you think? They're kind of like Boston where they're just kind of stacking yeah. up. Yeah. They just signed Eric Fournier. Mm-hmm. That's their big signing. They retained all of their players. They didn't yeah, lose they, anybody. They retained uh, Derrick Rose. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh,
1: another one. Alec Burks. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really see any change. I mean, that's a team that got bounced in the first round, and I don't see. Yeah, they added some shooting.
0: Title contender, stuck in mediocrity. I think agreed. Philly, the seventy sixers.
1: Man, that really hinges on what they do with Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. But I want to say nothing happens. No, I mean, I thought surely that they were gonna they were gonna move off of him, but now I don't know. The draft came and went, and yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. I think that was. I think the draft was their shot to make a move. the The most likely shot. A lot of off
0: season. They left. can
1: still, yeah, they can still make a move. They can still move off of them. But I think that was their best chance to get any kind of real. They might value be waiting back. for the dust to settle and see who gets desperate.
0: Maybe they haven't had the offer. They haven't seen the offer that they want,
1: and so they're holding him out. Maybe over the course of us listing the teams off, there'll be a, a team that. We decide is mediocre, right? And then we'll come back next week, and they'll go. We had to make we we took our shot. We, <laughs> got, we got Ben Simmons. I think
0: uh, Philly's a title contender as long as Embiid's healthy. That's
1: fair. That guy was
0: fucking awesome last yeah. year. He was so good. He, I think he sh- probably should have been MVP.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. No, his defense. Yeah. Jokic has great offense, but Embiid has great offense, and he has. Mm-hmm. I think he's a better defender. Oh, I mean, there's no question there. Yeah, that's for another day. uh, I think uh, Philly's a contender, but if they don't handle this Simmons thing right, they could be stuck in mediocrity. Toronto Raptors. Rebuild. Rebuild. Dead. They might as well trade Piakum. Mm -hmm. Chicago Bulls. (laughs) You don't know. You don't know. Oh, mediocrity. Yeah. They're stuck. Um,
1: that's, that's a push.
0: They're fucking stuck. That's a push. Yeah. They got to make some serious changes to be a title contender they're not a tit- or Zach they're Levine, not a title contender. Zach Levine has to be like Michael
1: Jordan next year. Yeah. Essentially. They're not, no matter what, they're not a title contender. They're, they're somewhere between mediocrity and rebuild. I
0: love Zach Levine. Sure. Love his game.
1: Who doesn't hands are in the air, hands in the air, but over his head, <laughs> palms facing outward.
0: Fucking love him. <laughs> but he's and he might find the next gear and if he does I still don't think they have enough team to be a title contender. <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers uh dumpster fire.
1: Forever rebuild.
0: Yeah, they've got a lot of fucking young pieces. But nothing is really standing out for them right now. They got they got some work to do. If Cleveland had Cade Cunningham, then maybe I'd say like a uh, not a dumpster fire and yeah. rebuilding.
1: They've got a fun young backcourt. Uh they just resigned Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. And I like I like the Evan Mobley pickup Mobley. Oh, I yeah. like the draft pick for them. So, and they got a wing. So,
0: they but nothing is standing out yet to no. me. So. No, no. No, no. Dumpster fire. Steve, speaking of Cade Cunningham next Detroit Pistons. That's
1: I mean that's rebuild.
0: Yeah. What did they call it? I watched their press conference. I forget what he called it.
1: Oh, did they have like a snappy saying or something? For yeah, it's not a rebuild, but it's a. Uh, their GM was asked if they were going to, which one of these guys was going to be, you know, the best fit at number one. And he basically said all of them. We won 20 games. like <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: yes. That's what it was. Troy Weaver said, uh, "It's not a rebuild; it's a restoring.
1: Restoring. I think I like Troy Weaver. He seems like a guy who doesn't like, just from that to the comment that I said, it seems like he doesn't like screw around. You know, like he seems like he shoots from the hip a little bit. I like, I, I like that. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Those guys are fun. The guys that like when you get when you get them up there, you you, you think like, oh, maybe they're gonna." Say something real. I like that.
0: <laughs> I think he's cool, and I think the players like him. I think he's a very likable guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, he really likes doing press. Sure. I don't think he likes that aspect of yeah. it. I think he's like a get-down-to-business kind of guy, and I think he gets along with everybody. Yeah. I think everybody fucking loves that guy. I'm into
1: that. Like, a, You like to fly under the radar, you know?
0: Yeah. But put him on the spot. I don't think he really likes doing the press just stuff. Just annoyed at it, Yeah. Yeah. He comes off as uh, not very enthusiastic. Yeah, I do.
1: I like. I, I, I like those kinds of guys, though. So, you know, like sure. Fuck. Yeah. Like, this is part of my job. Ugh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> All
0: right, who's next? Indiana Pacers. <sighs> oh man. Mediocrity. Yeah. New coach. We'll see. Nothing stands out on that team, though. Great front court. Uh, title like they're going to beat Miami this year and like even Miami or Milwaukee yeah. or the Nets, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. We'll see. Milwaukee title contender obviously. Skip over that. Atlanta Hawks. I'd say they're like the Knicks. They're just kind of in mediocrity yep, right now. Stan and Pat. Yeah. They're one of those teams like you got to show us before we believe in it. Charlotte Hornets. Rebuild, right? Yeah. It's not a dumpster fire though. It's not like worse than rebuilding mm-hmm. where it's just nothing's working.
1: It's kind of it's it's somewhere between mediocre and rebuild.
0: Yeah. They could be in mediocre. Yeah. They could be a step up from rebuild. Yeah. I, I,
1: LaMelo I, could take a huge step forward. I think he's, gonna he's gonna be I great. think he's already pretty good, so
0: I think he's going to be great. Unless somebody figures something out to like his Achilles heel. This is an interesting one. Miami Heat. What are we uh, thinking here?
1: I mean with Kyle Lowry, I'm going title contender.
0: So that's a pretty good backcourt with Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, they, they just re signed Duncan Robinson mm-hmm. to a huge deal. That was I think crucial for them to retain him. Yeah. They're a little weak on the in the post though. Do they have enough to really contend?
1: It's early in free agency, so yeah, maybe they get Ben Simmons, who knows it yeah, what the, <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> oh, because he's a front court player now, <laughs> all right, Miami Heat, I'd say they're going for a title, yeah, they're going for it, yeah, they're not content with mediocrity. Orlando Magic, is that a rebuild or is that a dumpster fire? <laughs> would they draft
1: they drafted Jalen Suggs who fell to five um that was the like the first big surprise of the draft was Scotty Barnes going to the Raptors Is Suggs a real deal which is I I think he's not a bust he's not a bust I think he's not I think I think that he's a I think that he will be a very competent NBA point guard like Shabazz Napier I think like (sighs) or Brandon Roy. I mean, I think he could be. I think he could. (laughs) I think he could be like a Mike Conley, a guy with a long career. You know, who in the right situation. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Like Mike Conley, but with a little more dog in him at a young age.
0: I gotta see him play against NBA players.
1: So rebuild. You like their draft picks? I like their draft, but not enough to make me say it's. Anything more than a rebuild, yeah. Okay. Washington Wizards? Dumpster
0: fire. I don't think so. I think it's a mediocrity. They're not going to be good enough to win in the playoffs, but they might make the playoffs. They're just like in there. They're not going to win in the playoffs. With no Westbrook? I know. My love for the Wizards hinged on Westbrook. (laughs) But now Bradley Beal can get 50 points a night.
1: And they'll score eighty points a game. <laughs> I think they drafted well too.
0: Who's the guy they got? Did they get the Gonzaga guy. Who did they pick? I normally would have all of the draft picks written down. And yes, they that. did. Yeah. They picked up. They they drafted Corey Kispert. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad pick. I think he's going to help a lot. And maybe Thomas Bryant comes back for them. Thomas Bryant's good.
1: Yeah. And yeah, Den- they missed him. They missed him last year. He was out with injury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, right. His that's knee right. Out. Yeah, right. Blew yeah. His
0: fucking knee out. That was like, they needed him mm-hmm. so bad last year.
1: Yeah, they're running fucking, what, Aaron Baines out there? and <sighs> I
0: don't know. It was trash. It was so many fucking different tries. Bunch of stiffs. Bertans, ugh. But Danny Advia, he might get better in off offseason. Who knows? Wizards have some hopefuls. I don't think it's a rebuild, and I don't think it's a title contender. I think it's just mediocrity. Mm, we shall see. We better keep going. Mm-hmm. That's it for the East. West. Denver Nuggets.
1: Northwest. Uh, I'm going I'm going contender. Sure. I'm going contender. Yeah. Uh, they, they haven't picked up anybody in free agency yet, but they were – they were good enough before. They, they, don't, they don't lose pick Jamal. pick up
0: somebody in free agency. Who did they pick up in free agency? Jeff Green. Oh. So now they have, they did the Memphis thing where they got Jeff Green and Jamal Oh, Green. that's right. Yeah. So they now got they two Jade
1: Greens. Now they have a, they've got a good backup center for uh, Jokic. They just need Jalen <laughs> Green and they'd be
0: set. A good backup
1: center. <laughs> uh, Yeah. I mean, that team is, you got, you got a healthy Jamal Murray. It's a different team. So, sure. Um, they still got uh, they still got Will Por- Barton, Porter, Porter Jr. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're con- they're a contender. I think they're a contender.
1: Will Barton opted out, right? I, don't I think know. Will Barton opted out and was expected to re-sign with the Nuggets. Don't look it up. That's what happened. Oh, Okay.
0: Yeah, he probably <laughs> just wants another long deal. Yeah. Yeah, we look at them as a contender as long as they have the MVP.
1: Minnesota Timberwolves. Did the Minnesota Timberwolves improve their status? No, Dumpster Fire. I know. I was going to
0: say it's not a rebuild. It's not a rebuild, but it's not
1: mediocrity. so is it. (laughs) I think since Bo's not here, we have to call it a Dumpster Fire. (laughs) I hate that team. He's not here to argue, so Dumpster
0: Fire. Yeah, I mean, at best, mediocrity, but it's not a rebuild- and they're not a title contender, so it's either mediocrity or dumpster fire. So make your own decision. Uh, but I don't know. That's a tough call, man. Because they do have like bona fide players. <laughs> it's not a bunch of young guys that nobody's doing anything.
1: They d- did. They don't have a. They didn't have a first round draft pick, did they?
0: No. Uh, no they lost it. I think. Golden State got their pick because oh. it fell. Below, like, the third or fourth pick. Golden State got the seventh pick. Minnesota should have been, like, a top six pick. They lost it to Golden State. So Golden State had two first-round Oh, they got two
1: lottery s- picks. They got the seventh pick, Golden State. Yeah, they the got seven from 14. Okay.
0: Yeah, they lost that pick this year because of some previous Bad trade, bummer. They needed to get like a top three or four pick to keep it. Anyway, Oklahoma Thunder. Hmm, rebuild. To rebuild, yeah, yeah, yeah. Portland Trailblazers.
1: <sighs> Mediocrity.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. I love that team. I love Dame. And CJ, that backcourt is probably the best backcourt. I think the best backcourt since the Splash
2: Bros.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But they just cannot seem to put a team around them. I think they're fucking toast. I think they're stuck in mediocrity. Utah Jazz. Contender. Conley re-signed. Contender, yeah. I think uh, as long as they keep the band together, they'll be a contender, but they got to get to the conference finals. Golden State Warriors. Ooh. What do you think there? It hinges on clay, right?
1: As long as everybody's healthy, they're a contender.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's no question. If these aging stars can stay healthy on that squad, everybody's counting them out. Nobody thinks they can fucking do it. The odds in Vegas aren't not great but they're not bad either mm-hmm. um, it's comparable to picking the jazz or like their odds of winning the title are the same as Miami mm-hmm. or Utah sure or Denver like any of those teams I know because I already put <laughs> several bets down for yeah the they're just year. they're on a, they're probably on a tier below
1: Milwaukee and the lakers yeah they're,
0: they're right there i mean the nets are the favorite i think yeah the nets as of now and the lakers are right behind them clippers we don't I know mean, what the, they are yet
1: yeah the smart answer is contender but i'm gonna go with mediocrity yeah probably
0: probably lakers contender Come contender on. yeah as so long as they, yeah. have Westbro- they have westbrook and braun in ad if they don't win it it's travesty it's a failure it's a failed year. It's another and one of LeBron James failures. They just signed Trevor Ariza, who did fucking nothing last season. What? They're just scrounging to get
1: players. We got Dwight Howard back. Who? They got somebody else, too, right? Who else did they sign today? <sighs> somebody. It doesn't matter. It was nobody. Wayne Ellington. It was Wayne, Wayne Ellington. <laughs>
0: Wayne Ellington, who and, they'll probably waive right yeah. before the fucking. They've already signed and waived Wayne Ellington once before. That Lakers team This is probably not going to be the team That they take into the playoffs It's not going to work Phoenix contender Yeah Yep Sacramento Dumpster fire Always Dumpster fire Forever Dude De'Aaron Fox How have you How has your agent not gotten you out of there yet (sighs) You should be playing for the Lakers You should be playing for the Clippers Something Anything they
1: took they took another
0: guard in the draft. They gotta get like his agent has got to get him out of there. <laughs> so bad. they had a lottery pick and they took a guard. Imagine De'Aaron Fox like on the spurs or mm,
1: I mean scrolling through, I guess I don't I don't see a ton of you know comparable big men. De'Aaron Fox on the heat. Not
0: now. Not now, but before. De'Aaron Fox on Boston. Oh. With Jalen and De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox on the Knicks. Yeah, I like IQ up yeah. there. Yeah. And they got Quick Yeah, yeah.
1: I like IQ. De'Aaron Fox on the Celtics would be disgusting. That's fucking dirty. All right.
0: Who's next? So, Sacramento. Sacramento is dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Dallas, Mavericks.
1: I mean, I, I'm just not ready to. Even though I love Luca, and I think they do have some pieces, I'm just not ready to call them a contender. Or someone to say mediocrity.
0: They signed Tim Hardaway Jr. back. That's good. Good for them. But they got rid of Josh Richardson. Mm. Yeah. Mediocrity. Yeah. Not a title contender until Luca.
1: Yeah, they didn't. They t- didn't get Kyle Lowry. So
0: until Luca gets everyone involved. Yeah and they go on like 10, 12 game winning streaks then i don't believe it. Houston Rockets were looking at a real problem. Absolute dumpster fire. But they've got that Jalen Green. They've got some young guys there that are going to have opportunity but rebuild i would say. Yeah,
1: okay. Rebuild. That's fair.
0: They got John Wall issues. They're they're stuck. They don't know what they want to be yet. Memphis Grizzlies. Title contender. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) The non-bias house of hoops. It's not a rebuild. Is it? No. They're still super interested in draft picks, though. Like, they're trading up to get draft picks. That's kind of what rebuilders do.
1: Yeah. I think it's
0: a rebuild. I think it's a a new category. (laughs) Sure. It's a growth team. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a team that's growing. Maybe you could say Detroit is a growing team. No, that's a rebuild.
1: I think it's, you could call Cleveland a growing team.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: That's fair. I mean Cleveland, Cleveland Memphis, they invested the money in Jared Allen, who I think is who I think is good.
0: Memphis and Cleveland could be comparable, pretty comparable teams. It's true. Memphis will probably win more at the end of the year. Mm-hmm i think they have I mean, better they, everything the
1: grizzlies make the postseason again hmm. barring good luck barring a catastrophic injury i see them making the postseason
0: i hope you're right new orleans pelicans growing yeah it's grow God, it's a grower now
1: they're all fucking growers now aren't they san antonio change the rules growing <laughs> well they're not rebuilding anymore no they had a weird draft pick, too, man. So That was a weird-ass draft pick. I
0: guess you could say Memphis and New Orleans are stuck in mediocrity. Yeah. Okay.
1: I just didn't want to say it. Yeah. The because Spurs drafted that, that like, f- was a freshman guard out of Alabama who, like, wasn't even – he's a lottery pick. He wasn't even the best player mm. on Alabama's team.
0: Well, the the let me get back for a second. The problem I have with saying that Memphis Grizzlies in New Orleans – and even like Detroit maybe or Cleveland, putting them in mediocrity doesn't make any sense because they don't have like aging players. Right. They sure. have young players that just yeah. haven't gotten over the hump yet. So, But they're not really rebuilding. But maybe Memphis is still rebuilding because they're still trading up to get draft picks. So maybe they are still rebuilding.
1: Well, I mean, the difference between the Memphis Grizzlies and the and the Pelicans and, and the Cavaliers and the Pistons is that at least – at the very least, the Grizzlies have they have, they have some battle scars. They made the postseason. Mm-hmm.
0: True, true. So
1: they have some they have some playoff experience.
0: They are kind of in their own category, and that's
1: kind of you know hope to move up from there. Growth, yeah.
0: I'll buy it. Did, did we finish with the Pels? We
1: finished with the and Moved on to the Spurs.
0: Spurs. Ugh. Mediocrity. I mean,
1: young squad. Yeah, a lot of young dudes. They just on that signed squad.
0: Doug McDermott.
1: And was it Zach Collins? Doug McDermott is going to hit like 10 fucking threes a game in pop system.
0: <laughs> he's going to be efficient. That's what he that's is. An ex-
1: that's called an exaggeration if you're listening out there. but, <laughs> it's gonna but be He's going to have probably the best year of his career. <laughs> Tall dude who shoots a three ball. Papa loves him.
0: Yeah. And then they got Zach Collins. Uh, Okay any word on what's Rudy Gay looking at DeMar DeRozan's still a free agent. He could end up back in San Antonio, which would just in my opinion, lead them to more mediocrity. <laughs> I don't think he moves the needle anymore. Sorry. He's a good player. Several time. All-star veteran, but Rudy Gay is 34 or
1: 35 years old. Oh, here's this is, this is great. This is from Lakers nation from seven hours ago. Lakers rumors: Riege leaning towards signing with L.A. (laughs) Oh, okay. So he's gone.
0: Even if the Spurs get DeRozan back, I think they're just kind of stuck in
1: mediocrity. Yeah, they could they could make the postseason. They could not. Right. I like I I like their young pieces. We we've spoken at length Mm. about them in the past. I like their young pieces, but they're doing some depends on whether whether they perform or not. Yeah. Spurs got some decent pieces.
0: Uh, I'm a big fan of Kendall Johnson. I think that guy's the future of that team. Um, That's it. Let's move on.
1: Who's left? Oh, is that all the teams? Yep. That wasn't so bad. No.
0: So while we were gone, the finals concluded. The Suns lost game six. I remember mentioning that whoever won game six would Probably win the finals and it happened but I'm disappointed how did you feel about it
1: um I thought Phoenix would put up more of a fight I really did I was kind of all in on them Mm -hmm. for for a good part of the year Mm -hmm. yeah Um, I think we were all kind of fans of what they were doing Jeff can I have one as well oh hell yeah Giannis man I mean what more can you say Mm -hmm. incredible he willed it yeah he forced it yeah he uh Jordaned middleton did middleton in the role that you that you talked about you got some you got some good minutes out of drew holiday drew yeah so good and solid they, and they had they had the supporting pieces too mm-hmm. i mean pat Connaughton draining
0: threes i don't know bobby I,
1: portis bobby
0: portis was like a revelation yeah portis came out of his shell I don't think this has gotten enough attention. They did it all
1: without DiVincenzo. Without DiVincenzo, it's huge. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I figured this was
0: a lock for Phoenix. They went up 2 0 in that
1: series. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, shit. I mean, we thought Giannis wasn't, we didn't know if he was even going to be able to play.
0: How in the world is Milwaukee going to win four straight? No way. It happened.
1: Giannis is fucking awesome, dude.
0: Not as so good. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, come on, Brian. Yes, Giannis is good at basketball. Back to back MVP. Yeah. world champion. But I mean,
1: but <laughs> don't vanilla me. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, we. You talked about this. I mean, sometimes we dogs about are it, brown. You take. <laughs> what you let them just attack the basket on every play yeah instead of settling for jumpers yeah and trying to shoot threes yeah like uh, uh, you have to give it up to the coach coach Bood, yeah who i refuse to call coach bud because his name is boot he made incredible adjustments How about that he was he was fired by everybody.
0: Dude, so many people were calling for that dude's head. It yeah. was insane. Like what are y'all thinking? Who are you going to get this better? We we had we've talked about this before. You don't get Popovich unless you give Popovich Popovich time. Right, yeah. Oh, fucking crazy. All oh, y'all is so upset. People get so mad online when things aren't going their way. People get so mad when they think they're right and they know better for an organization than the organization. They try to force their hand. The media tries to force like their hand on what happens with these NBA teams sometimes. People were legitimately like, my day is ruined, my <laughs> life is ruined, angry about how Coach booed was running that team. And I don't agree with everything he did either, but, dude, doesn't mean you go on a rant calling for a guy to get fired and, and just essentially restarting the whole organization by firing a coach or a GM. I don't think that's always the answer. I think a lot of times we've seen that that can backfire take a step back to make two steps forward, Mm -hmm. you end up taking a giant leap backwards and you never get back to where you were. It happens. On the Phoenix side, I think it's great experience for this young squad. Basically, I think they've solidified a spot in the playoffs for many years to Mm -hmm. come with or without Chris Paul, who is signing in like another four-year extension Mm -hmm. with them. Which is not untradable if things go south with Chris Paul. Right. But I think for the next four years, maybe even six or seven, Phoenix has got a spot yeah. in the playoffs. Count them as
1: a playoff team mm-hmm. after what we A saw. contender. I mean, with those three guys. with And keep in mind, this is and Devin Booker saying, and DeAndre Ayton's first postseason, and they made the finals. Yeah, and I'm
0: just saying, like, at the bare minimum, yeah, a uh, playoff team. Yeah, you can say contender.
1: And those two guys love Chris Paul.
0: Yeah. They love him. They're in totes. (laughs) Yeah, Giannis is pretty good, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Back to back MVP, finals MVP champion of the world. We had 32 great weeks of basketball, NBA basketball. It was a lot of fun. Looking back on it, it it's very enjoyable. We watched fans come back into arenas. We watched superstar, like big three built teams not work out. We watched teams built the hard way. Built, not bought. We watched it work with Milwaukee and Phoenix Mm -hmm. and Denver and the Dallases, but the Nets, the Lakers. Didn't make it. Mm-hmm. I had a good time this year. I had fun watching games. We watched Atlanta come out, the Knicks come up. It fun. It had a lot of fun. Looking forward to next season with all these new young players and seeing which teams can come up and which. Like, hey, there's a lot of uh, shining stars coming into the league this year. Mm-hmm. If any of these teams that were bad next year, the Detroits, the Clevelands, whoever it is, the Houstons, whatever it is, if any of these teams come up, there's going to be a team that has to come Mm -hmm. down. The Timberwolves of the worlds. Right. Spurs of the worlds. Mm -hmm. The Wizards of the worlds. Mm -hmm. The Bulls. If any of these teams make jumps. So it'll be fun to watch to see who actually improves next year
1: It'd be fun thoroughly enjoyable finals oh great i mean your your mainstream media guys hated that it was milwaukee versus phoenix they, they, they want you know they want big markets in there and i thought it was awesome i thought yeah. it was two teams that
0: Grinders. like you said
1: like you said built not bought yeah um i mean phoenix went out and got chris paul yeah uh milwaukee made the trade for drew holiday it's always going to be a couple things added some point guards but yeah i mean these weren't these weren't super teams that were put together yeah the cores were intact indeed yeah you
0: love to see it love it beautiful let's move on to team usa and the olympics you said you wanted to talk about it so let's talk about it i guess it all kind of got going last week yeah like the real game started like sunday right last sunday mm-hmm. the usa team came out and lost game one against france it was a close one but they lost right
1: yeah that was before they got the the finals guys though right mm-hmm. yeah that was that was pretty funny because that you saw a lot on social media people were talking about now devin booker's got to get on a oh. plane with chris middleton and drew holiday yeah to tokyo it's pretty weird <laughs>
0: long flight to
1: be like yeah. oh, i guess you just put your headphones on if you're Devin Booker, you do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> those guys are all
1: in the back drinking. Yeah, playing cards. They like. I hope the hope they like the Larry O'Brien just like in between them, full of champagne. Mm.
0: <laughs> I hope they wore like their championship yeah. gear. <laughs> like, like Middleton still got his hat and his shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> it's got the O'Brien on there. <laughs> poor devin booker he shows up with a champagne glass yeah. to get on the plane <laughs> it's like, oh man i barely made it here oh. i barely made the flight put devin bookers in the back with a book yeah. headphones on right they're like oh hoodie hiding oh booker nice
1: car <laughs> <laughs> nice ride you drove to the plane and <laughs> <laughs> showing out ain't he? <laughs>
0: That would be fucking hilarious. All right, so yeah, they lost to France. Team USA. Have you watched um, any of these uh, goofy halftime shows with the robot?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the I saw the robot. I saw a clip. Do Did you know? give it yeah. a fucking rat's ass about I just, it? I thought it was funny.
0: It's called the Q. Yeah, and it's manufactured by Toyota. They make fine
1: cars. I have two.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The robot, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That robot can shoot, man. Yeah,
0: it shoots like three-pointers and half-point shots. It's pretty cool, I guess. He's just out there dropping shots. It's all calculated on, uh, I guess, like GPS or something. There is no word yet on the robot's eligibility for games. Wednesday USA played Iran it was in the middle of the night. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> yeah,
1: they beat the shit out of it. As
0: of now the USA has only lost one game that counts and it was the first game against France who's 3 and 0. Australia's 3 and 0. Slovenia with Luca 3 and 0, Spain 2 and 1, Italy 2 and 1. Germany is a loser, Argentina's not doing great. Nigeria's is 0-3, Iran 0-3, Japan 0-3, Czech Republic 1-2. So it's France, Australia, and Slovenia leading the way right now. Tonight, USA plays, who is it? Spain? Spain. Spain. That's going to be a good game. Who do you think wins? 2-1, both teams.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm pulling for USA, of course.
0: Yeah, they probably win.
1: You look at that Spanish you look at that Spanish team roster and there's not a lot of not a lot of names stick out to you. Spanish? Yeah. I mean he's got, they got Powell. I got Pau Gasol. he's only forty.
0: <laughs> he looks super old. Have you seen him? Yeah, it's, he's he looks like one of us.
1: Pal's definitely like going outside at halftime to like smoke a cigarette. Probably.
0: At this point. Unless he's totally given up smoking completely. If he hasn't quit smoking completely, he's definitely at the age where he's smoking at halftime. Yeah, right, right. You and I and some buddies of ours have talked about Team USA and how it's kind of not worked out perfectly. What if USA had LaMelo Ball, the young wild card creating point guard? That'd be fun, wouldn't that be fun? It'd be like a young like Magic Johnson out there running with the guys.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think, I think there's a fundamental problem with Team USA. Yeah, and it's it, of course they could they could win the gold, and I could be totally wrong. I don't think Team USA can just can solely rest on on talent.
0: Right. So when you look at the other teams, this is where you're going. Maybe yeah. is that the other teams they play together for. Decade. sure decades
1: yeah. and they and they have nba players in the roster yeah it's not just team usa steamrolling,
0: right people, you know but they're they have like core groups mm-hmm. that play together for years and years and years and then every two years especially now because usa is not getting the like long-term commitments mm-hmm. from players it's kind of like a thrown together team every couple years yeah it's like you can't just gel in a couple of weeks and expect to be on the same page with your teammates and win yeah usa probably has the most talent though they do with the other teams lack in talent they gain in cohesiveness mm-hmm.
1: and the, the gap is not as wide as it used to be
0: no it's not these guys like uh, australia like patty mills and jingles are yeah winning games yeah France. And, they're, and they're
1: like and they're FIBA assassins too, like right. They love playing international yeah. basketball.
0: They they're comfortable,
1: and there's well, and there's there's a rules difference too. Mm, sure, yeah. I mean, it's not a. It's the international game is not a foul hunting. You know, it's just officiated differently.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like they. They do have different rules. We watched uh, earlier in the game. We were watching, I don't know who, I guess Slovenia won, won that game. Mm-hmm. It's not on anymore. It did. But uh, we were watching earlier, and a couple of the Slovenia players tried to do that fucking uh, create contact, mm-hmm. lean in, and shoot the three and get the whistle. And they they blew the whistle. The foul, referees
1: foul on the floor. Foul, <laughs> fouls on the floor.
0: They were not shooting fouls. I love it. It's, it's the way it should be. Yeah. And I think the NBA is actually making changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially now that they're, people are seeing what mm. it's supposed to be. Yeah, there was an announcement I'm pointing at in the, the TV. Past week. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Jeff's po- Jeff's pointing at the TV. <laughs> they're seeing
0: how it's supposed to be officiated. So yeah, you, NBA's got some fucking work to do. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun game.
1: But I think you're right. I think you're right about the cohesiveness. Yeah. And I wonder if it's better to have just a group of young players mm-hmm. that you get them together for a couple weeks in the off season, mm-hmm. and there's just like a training camp, mm-hmm. so they they stay familiar with each other.
0: Yeah, like he grabbed, let's say twenty five and unders, sure, and you get a long term commitment mm-hmm. from all of them to play for, in two Olympics. Mm-hmm. So for the next eight years, we get you four seasons. Essentially, you get two FIBAs and two Olympics, mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah.
0: For eight years. Yeah. And so, in the
1: off-season, let's just say you get together for two weeks. Yeah, You go to Vegas for two weeks. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be all work and structured all play. and regimented. Like, you know, yeah, go to Vegas. We'll yeah. have fun. We'll go to dinner.
0: So you grab... Pop
1: will buy you a bunch of bottles of wine.
0: You grab a couple... You grab, like, uh, you know, 10, 12 guys yeah. that are all, like... uh Coming into their prime,
1: yeah. Get your get your your Devin Booker's 24, 25 Jaws, years old. Your Lamellos. Your, so you've
0: got them all through the prime of their career. Kelvin Johnson's. And then I guess you kind of just uh, from there, just kind of like slowly bring in three or four new guys every year. Yeah, that sign eight year. I mean, you leave you leave
1: space for your you know maybe you, you slot four spots for your turnover well you're kevin durant's okay and you're you know yeah whatever i just want to see more consistency and
0: continuity yeah with the team
1: instead of just just throwing them in a pot and going all right let's go it's not
0: i mean it's not it's not they're not gonna be able to get away with it for much longer No. they're not getting away with it now we'll see they may very well win gold (laughs) they're the favorite it's not, not getting it twisted.
1: I'm not counting them out. Yeah.
0: It's get, not getting it twisted. They're the Vegas favorite. The other teams aren't even close <laughs> when it comes to the odds.
1: I just, I think a youth mm-hmm. movement at Olympics would be. Commitment. It'd, it'd be, it'd be more cohesive. And I think it'd be more, more fun to watch too. You know, like when I watch the Olympics, like I don't have to see.
0: I want to see. The, I don't
1: have to see the dream team. Yeah. I want to see good basketball.
0: I want to see that yeah. select team from uh, the G league.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Or what if you just take, you know. The Ignite team? What if for the Olympic, it's just like, all right, we combine, you know, we take the best players off of the conference finals losers. Mm-hmm. You'd have to write that in. I mean, how do you write that in a, in mm-hmm. a player's contract, though? It's impossible. And
0: it's not going to create continuity either. Sure it would. Oh, you're man. just like,
1: well, you guys are the starters and you guys are the bench. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure.
0: Fine. Yeah. All right. But every every two years you got totally different players. So just
1: imagine the Olympics this year and the and the bench squad is like Durant, Harden, and Kyrie. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, Nigeria's taking precious out, so let's roll in. Let's roll yeah. in the, the Brooklyn Nets five. <laughs> well, a lot of
0: it with this year, I think, is because uh, these guys have just been playing basketball nonstop
1: for. The season's running longer, so, yeah. and uh, I mean, guys are getting on a plane after the finals to go to Tokyo yeah. to play basketball. It's not, it's not an ideal situation.
0: No, not at all. Shortened off season, long season. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys probably just wanted a break. But uh, I think, yeah, they they should do something for continuity. And an eight-year commitment, would that's a lot. Yeah. But it's two Olympics. I mean,
1: I'm not an NBA player, so, like, like a, year, a yearly trip to Vegas to go play basketball and eat good food and gamble sounds awesome to me. Just goof around, really. Yeah. And just yeah, you scrimmage, you scrimmage chemistry. for four hours a day, and you hang out. It's great chemistry. I would love that, but yeah. I'm not a millionaire, so
0: like I'm not even asking. You guys don't even have to run or work out. Yeah, <laughs> I just want you to scrimmage, sure, and get to know each other.
1: Yeah, I think that's enough. Yeah, you're not running suicides or anything. I think that's <laughs> You're enough. not training team meals. <laughs> you're not training. You're not lifting. You're not you know. We're gonna do
0: things a little more European. We're all going to eat together yeah. at least once a day, maybe twice a day. Yeah.
1: Breakfast and dinner.
0: We're just going to spend a lot of time together, and we're going to scrimmage a lot. We're going to run sets, whatever. No, I don't think they need to be, like, working out or anything like that. I think the talent still in America is good enough to not have to do all that. All right, let's move on. Draft. It's kind of like the last topic I have, unless you want to do like some uh, free agency stuff. But we've kind of talked about free agency stuff as we've gone,
1: and it started today. So and it
0: started today. We'll cover more next week. I
1: think. Yeah, we get it, we get in here with Bo next week and
0: drafting. What can we say that hasn't been said? Yeah. If you follow basketball at all, you've heard it all.
1: The lottery, other than a couple curveballs, went about. As I expected.
0: Anything catch your eye? Any surprises?
1: The fourth pick, I mean, the Raptors, I think, knowing that they were going to lose, Kyle Lowry, Mm. taking a forward instead of, taking Scotty Barnes, Mm -hmm. who was a forward, instead of Jalen Suggs, Mm. from Gonzaga, who was a guard. That that was surprising. Mm. Because I do think that Jalen Suggs is going to be, I think he is going to be a good player in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Maybe not a, I'm not saying you know, four or five, six year all star, Mm. but I think he has what it takes to to run a team. I did watch Gonzaga a lot this year, probably more than any other team that wasn't Memphis. No, it's a fun team. Yeah, and he was very impressive. Uh, The Grizzlies pick did surprise me. I had a couple other players bookmarked that I thought they were going to take, mainly Marcus Moody, or uh, I'm sorry. Moses Moody. Oh, uh, yes. I said Marcus Moody. Bit of regional bias there because Moses Moody played at Arkansas. You really look at everything with Moses Moody and Zaire Williams and they're their similar players. Zaire Williams had some height on Moses Moody. Kispert going at all in the lottery was surprising. <laughs> and you got completely exposed <laughs> in the national championship game. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, there were some you know, there some names came out that I kind of I didn't I was okay, I don't know who that guy is. Did Jordan Shackle get drafted? I don't remember hearing his name.
0: So one of the guys I was keeping an eye on was Jordan Shackle. I think it's Shackle. Could be Shaquel. But he's a sharpshooting wing from San Diego State. Uh I was thinking he could be a big sleeper in a draft. He went undrafted it appears the Warriors have signed him to their summer league. Hmm. So we'll see how that goes. He's like a sharpshooter, man. I was surprised he didn't get drafted. That was one guy I was keeping an eye on. And then, other than that, I mean, dude, I feel like a lot happened in the draft. There were a lot of moves. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I... Was thinking about is like, who is Cade Cunningham? I heard he's Grant Hill. I heard he's Larry Bird. I don't know if those are realistic comparisons.
1: Who called him Larry Bird?
0: It was thrown around. I don't remember. I heard it. It's a fact. I believe you. He's been called the most complete player in the draft. scorer, player maker, defender. But what's like a realistic comp? I'm thinking Cade Cunningham and I could be way off. I don't know if I watched enough Cade Cunningham to know who he is, really. But I was thinking Brandon Roy.
1: How big is Cade Cunningham? A healthy Brandon Roy is a Yeah. If you could guarantee me that Brandon Roy would was healthy, yeah. That's number one pick.
0: Cade Cunningham is six eight. Brandon Roy was six six. It's a little smaller. Brandon Roy is 37 years old.
1: What? (laughs) That does not seem that long ago.
0: 2006. Sixth overall draft pick. Jesus, he was so good, too. Before he got injured. injured. He was good. His knees were fucked. But I think Kate Cunningham could be uh, kind of uh, maybe a more athletic Brandon Roy. But a big point guard. Mm-hmm. I think that's more realistic than Larry Bird. Yeah. Or even Grant Hill. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll see.
1: Interested to see how the G League guys do. Jalen Green. Mm hmm. Super interesting. And uh, Kaminga. I mean, going to the Warriors, he's not going to be expected to do a lot. Mm hmm. So. You know, maybe they've they've got great veterans who can mentor. I mean, mean, who's he getting minutes over anyway, you know? I mean, I feel like we need to,
0: like, compile a list of all the G League college-skipping players and, like, kind of keep tabs on them. Make a spreadsheet. I think it would be really interesting. Do you know anybody who knows how to make spreadsheets?
1: I'm sure I could find somebody.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't have a lot on the draft. I was on vacation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't spend a lot of time on it, to be honest. I watched it. I mean, I watched the, uh, so this is the first year it was on ABC. Uh So I watched the ABC broadcast. So I missed the Kendrick Perkins uh, butchering Moses Moody name worse than I butchered (laughs) it earlier by calling him Marcus Moody. That was pretty great. (laughs) Yeah, and he short circuited his brain completely. He <laughs> said that he said Moses Moody's name for like fifteen seconds. <laughs> was he thinking Moses Malone or something? I, maybe more. Maybe like me. Maybe it was Marcus Moody. I don't know. But he said every <laughs> variation of any kind of mzz that you possibly could. It's having a stroke.
0: Yeah, I, I do get into the draft sometimes. I don't force it. You know? Yeah. I kind of let it come to me. I try not to force, like, I'm going to study. I'm going to get in all in on these young guys. Like, uh, that's not me. Right. I prefer to watch guys play in the NBA against NBA players. You just never know what's going to happen when they actually get on the big stage. Everybody has their opinions. And that's like scouting and that's like an actual NBA job. I have an actual job. Yeah. We're right. in a fucking restaurant. Yeah. And it, it's not because that's what I want to do it's because I
1: have to pay bills. <laughs> well, it's also the, the past two years we've gotten, we haven't been able to like get together. Typically we go to a bar, we go to somebody's house right. and we drink with a group of friends. And watch and the, watch draft. the
0: draft. And we all kind of talk about yeah. what we know and see and heard. We whatever. haven't got to do that. No, which is interesting. That's a good point. We haven't done that. Also, I just I'm more of a fan of the NBA than I am of the NCAA.
1: You don't watch a lot of college basketball. I really don't. I watch less and less every year, but I still try to kind of keep up. To, you yeah. know,
0: I've thought I've seen like talent in college. Mm-hmm. I've been like, that guy is gonna be fucking good. Yeah, and then like I never Dude, hear yeah, him. Yeah, right. I never hear him mm-hmm. from him again. I'm like, that's the next straw mile, Swift. Yeah. And then, like, I never, ever again see or hear from him. Like, what, what was I thinking? I just watched a guy have a good game, mm-hmm. one good game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, projecting college guys at the NBA is a there's crap so shoot. many. It's a crap shoot, man.
0: I mean, there's people that are following these guys from, like, junior high school and even earlier sometimes mm-hmm. that know exactly who these guys are going to be. Before they even it happens, it's not our place. It's not. I don't feel like it's even our right to try to say what college kids are going to be good (laughs) pros. I feel like we really don't have the fucking right. It's fun sometimes to talk about it. If you see something, please speak up. You know, believe in yourself. Bo, call in. Call in, dude. I I don't know what the hesitation is on the call ins. We have listeners not a lot we have friends that don't call in because they're i i don't know acting cowardly sure we have friends that have strong opinions and like to talk about how much they know about basketball mm-hmm. that are just i guess i don't know i, I mean i think they listen they're Just not motivated maybe they don't believe in themselves maybe they either don't believe in themselves or they're fucking lazy or they're cowards. It's like, it's only, it could only be three things, Brian. It's true.
1: Or they don't have a phone, but most of our friends have a phone.
0: Yeah. It could have their service disconnected.
1: I think that's going to pretty much do it for us, Brian. Just ready to get back on here next Monday and talk about some free agency with Bo.
0: Yeah. I look forward to
1: having Bo back as well. Yeah. Bo, if you made it this far listening to the podcast, we miss you
0: next week is summer league.
1: Oh, when does it start Tuesday? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think the next year I'm going to go to Vegas during Summer League. Not the week, two weeks before there Summer League. There you go. League. Yeah. It'd be Just, fun. It would be. You know what would be even more fun? If we do like a group trip. Oh, to Vegas for Summer League. Good luck. Brian, I enjoyed talking with you tonight. Thank you for being here. Oh. Jeff, thanks for having me as always. This is always a highlight of my week. Man, me too. I had a good time. Thank you, anybody and everybody that listened. Kick it!
3: You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Then he made his move to an abandoned building Ran up the stairs up to the top floor Opened up a door there, guess who he saw? Who? Dave the dope fiend shooting dope Who don't know the meaning of water nor soap He said, I need bullets, hurry up, run The dope fiend brought back a spanking shotgun He went outside, but there was cops all over Then he dipped into a car, a stolen over Raced up the block doing 83 crashed into a tree near university Escaped alive though the car was battered rat a tat and all the cops Dear laugh, huh? Just another case about the wrong path huh? Straight and narrow are your soul gets cast Good night Knock him out the box, Rick Knock him out, Rick Ooh, That don't come Knock Ricky him out the box, really knock weird I know, right? What does he mean straight and narrow? He's selfish, kid Knock him out, Rick Oh, no, he could be cracking it up, like... Knock him out, Rick The Ruler Presentation Crumbs